All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bucks of America podcast. I am your host, Jeff Vance, and this is the, the Bucks of America podcast cooking edition. And my guest today is the sweet and lovely Gracie. And she's got a couple of recipes that she's going to talk to talk to us about and why she likes them and why she wants to share them. So, Gracie, take it away. So, my probably favorite food is um, chislick and pickled fries. All you got to do the pickled fries is go to the store and get pickled fries. It's that easy. Buy them, check out, and then put them in the air fryer for how long it says. And then you take them out, shake them, put them back in, and then you're done. And then you put ranch, and then you have those done. And then for another part of it, you do um, you just do chislic. You just get. You can use steak or what else steak, do we use? Um, deer and whatever meat you want. Cut it up into little like cubes and then you can just put it in the air fryer, put a little bit of seasoning on it, which is um it's our favorite seasoning. Um what's it called? Uncle Uncle Ed's. Uncle Ed's is a seasoning. local place that makes fabulous seasoning. Sioux Falls. And then um you just take it out, get on ranch, dip it in there, and it's delicious. That's simple. I love it. You, you and my wife would get along just fine. She loves fried pickles. I, she, we, we always look at Pinterest is is the devil because she always goes on there and she simply types in fried pickles and is like, I want to try this. I want to try this. The next minute I know I'm getting a bunch of messages saying like, hey, we need to make this. It's like, okay, I don't have a choice now, do I? <laughs> and we, we've tried to make Tried to make our own, but there's just it's just easier to go buy the actual fried pickles at the store and the frozen ones and fry them up, right? Or you can go to Buffalo Wildlings or the Barrel House, which has really good fried pickles. Which yeah, <laughs> the Chislic is a South Dakota delicacy, so it's definitely worth it. You know, you prepare it to your liking, and it's wonderful. And also, Urban Chislic has a lot of yeah, we're Chislic stuff. people. Chislic, so that's just a just a meat seasoned and then diced in cubes. Yep, I, mm-hmm. some people maybe call it like steak tips or whatever. You know, you just we just we just slice it up into little one inch, three quarter inch squares and um, put some seasoning, whatever you want, garlic and whatever. Or we have our uncle Ed's that we use and um, throw in the air fryer and check it every four or five minutes to see you know how pink you want it and then just you just dip them in ranch or dip them in barbecue sauce or eat them plain and. It's fabulous with deer because sometimes, you know, people like our mom doesn't don't always like the taste of, of game, uh, wild game stuff. So that's the one way that we can get, you know, the the naysayers to eat some of that stuff because it's a little bit different. So now, do you brine your venison? No, we don't do anything with it. So we just have it. We just, you know, just quarter it out and. Cut, it, cut out the breasts and the fillets and all that. And some of it we turn into jerky and sticks, but that the the roasts and all that stuff, we'll even just take the roast and slice that up. So into the square, into the cubes. I've What I've done for people that don't like the gamey flavor to it, it's like I will put it in, I'll brine it, I'll use 
uh, three quarter cup of kosher salt. I'll use brown sugar with it and then I'll brine it for 24 to 30 hours. And yeah. that right there will does a really good job re removing that flavor from it. And everybody that's eaten it that has, has had mine has always seemed to, I never have leftovers. So it's, which, which turns out pretty good. That's the way to do it too. Then if it works, that's awesome. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure. And to add on to, I, I have a similar recipe, what you guys do with your chitlets is that what I'll do is I will take them and cube them up and then well, I'll, I'll, have olive oil and butter and garlic and put all that together and mix them all together then throw them in the air fryer and then oh, yeah. cool cook it that way so it's like it, it adds a nice buttery flavor to it as well yeah that's so a that's great the idea only and thing we do differently what's that and another good um food that i like michelle brought soup for all the teachers and everybody was out of the room he gave me a little like a little bit of it and then i tried it and it was really good what was it it was vegetable soup, but oh. I don't know the recipe, so <laughs> it's just really good. She's got a she's got a hunting relationship with her fourth grade teacher, so that's they they share all their deer sticks and vegetable soups and all that stuff. So it's really cool. Well, that is exciting. I'm hoping that when you get into home ec or if they still teach cooking classes in school, that you'll be able to experiment. Oh yeah, for sure. Well. That sounds like some straight up simple ingredients. Like, like you said, just go to the store and buy it that way and fry it up. Right. <laughs> we love right. our air fryer. Oh, it's, it's, it has been a real nice thing. Like we were at uh, Sam's club last time, my wife and I, and we found that they have a, a dual chambered once so this way you can cook one thing in one and another one in another, another item in another one. And you oh cook them all at the same time. It's like, well, when, when ours goes bad, that's what we're upgrading to. We're, we're on number two right now. So we might that might be our next bet too. Was a double one would be amazing. So yeah, it was only a hundred bucks too. Well, this is at Sam's Club, so it's it's yeah, well. those price. So, but it's like if you go to Sam's Club or, or uh, Costco, I'm sure you can find a good oh, deal there. But I saw like I saw it yesterday. I was like, ooh, this is this is exciting. Awesome. We'll look then. We'll look into that. <laughs> Excellent, guys. Well, thank you both for being on the podcast again. Go find their information on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, TikTok. Hey everyone, Jake with HHA. Super excited uh, to introduce the Tetra and Tetra Max Rise. Uh, the Tetra Max and the Tetra Rise is our new two-pin vertical uh, bow sight that we're coming out with here for this year. So you'll notice a couple things on it. It's very similar to our single-pin platform that we've had here uh, over the last 25 years um, and really similar to the other sights in the Tetra line. So what we basically did was we took uh, our single pin technology and we merged that with uh, some multi-pin technology. So the way we built our Tetra and Tetra Max rise sights was we basically dropped the second pin um, in that vertical pin coming up from the bottom. And then we added a second indicator on the yardage wheel. So both of those are fixed. Uh, one really nice thing with this setup is you sight in at 20 and 60 with the top pin and you don't have to worry about the second pin at all. That second pin and second indicator will automatically be on. So really nice feature there. The Tetra Rise and Tetra Max Rise are gonna come in eight different frame options. So four in the Tetra Max Rise, four in the Tetra Rise. Both are gonna come in the fixed Hunter Edition frames. So the Tetra Hunter Edition frame, the Tetra Max Hunter Edition frame, as well as the white Picatinny mounts in both the Tetra Max and the Tetra Rise, as well as the long dovetail 
and then the short dovetail bar option that I have on uh, the Matthews Bridge Lock system. So all the all the dovetail options within the Tetra and Tetra Max Rise are going to be compatible with the Matthews Bridge Lock system. So within both of these product lines, you're going to get a lot of different options as far as which site you want to go with. So you're going to get your choice of a yellow or red um, second pin. Red is going to be the standard second pin color, but you can choose to go with the yellow option as well. Um, and then both will be available in either a 10 or a 19 thousandths pin. All scope housing sizes are an inch and five eighths. And we do have the same front end that we've had on the Tetra line uh, since 2020 with the macro gain adjustments as well as your micro adjustments as well for windage. New on the Tetra Rise this year, you're gonna notice that there is a new needle carrier. Um, so this needle carrier obviously has the two indicators, um, but you will see that it is a red anodized uh, needle carrier to really call out um, where your needles are at. On the Tetra and Tetra Max Rise, uh, we'll be able to achieve longer distances. So we have built the longest tape sets that we've ever offered uh, in our company's history. So guys are gonna be able to get out to 120, 130, 140, 150, and in some situations even farther depending on your arrow setup. So just making sure that we're getting arrow clearance, but really nice feature to be able to just step out in the backyard or head out to the 3D course uh, to shoot out to some of those longer distances. On the hunting side of things, uh, this is one of the nicest hunting sites that we have ever built. It does have reasonable pin gap spacing with a quarter inch spacing. That way, you know, if that deer runs out from 20 to 35, your second pin's on. So the most commonly asked question that I've had so far as we went through this whole setup process is, where does that second pin sit? Well, that second pin is going to vary depending on the different arrow setups that you do shoot. Closest answer I could give you is, the most common is going to be somewhere between uh, 32 and 40 yards, depending on how fast your bow is. So you'll likely be somewhere between that 32 to 40 yards um, with that second pin if the first one's at 20. So along with all other HHA products, the Tetra Rise and the Tetra Max Rise carry a 100% lifetime warranty. All products are 100% made in the USA. Uh, for more information, you can visit our website at hjsports.com.